0: This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. New edition of
1: the Winning Plays Podcast, and the Boston Celtics have fallen in the NBA playoffs in 2022 for the first time, uh, beaten quite handily by the Milwaukee Bucks in Game 1 on Sunday at the TD Garden. My name is Brian Robb. Pleasure to be joined by Brennan Jackson of Celtics. up here for some instant reaction. B. Jax,
0: how are you? Uh, doing well, could be better if, um, from a, from a Celtics perspective, but uh, other than that, you know, can't complain. <laughs>
1: uh, I think you're putting it kindly there from a Celtics perspective. Uh, <laughs> yeah. this team could start in a lot of different directions, uh, from this game, but I think we, I mean, we got to go with the offense first here. The Celtics they lose 101 to 89, their offensive efficiency in this game is um, 89.3 per 100 possessions which is I believe the second worst number of the entire season for the team going back the only time was like when they got their doors blown off by the raptors in the second game of the regular season at home a lot has changed since then b jacks um this team has been an almost an offensive juggernaut since late january um the defense kind of showed up today they played pretty well overall we'll get to them but you know there's still plenty of room for improvement there but Where if you're looking at the blame pie offensively there, where, where do you start player coaching, etc. what, what's, or just crediting the bucks, like where, what direction you go in?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think it's a a little bit of everything, to be honest. I think what made today so jarring was exactly what you said, you know, we haven't seen this team as constructed play this badly, you know, all the bad, most of the bad games were in the first half of the season. Yeah. You can point to like, that weird game against the Pacers, those late collapses against the Pistons, but you were, you know, you chalk those up to regular season back-to-backs, you know, there's a lot of wonkiness there. But we're in the playoffs. They had a long layoff. They just came off a really really convincing great series sweep of the Nets and this was a bummer. So, from an offensive perspective, obviously the first two people you look at are Tatum and Brown uh they you know except for tatum uh those like couple of threes he had were uh i think it was like i want to say the third quarter but anyway yeah he got rolled. Yeah. yeah he
1: had a couple back-to-back there that kept him in the game at one point i think you're right in the third quarter
0: yeah it sort of gave you that feeling like oh oh he might take over and this might sort of have that familiar feeling again and obviously it did not um, so I think it starts and ends with those two guys. Everyone else is who they're gonna be, you know. Um, very surprised to see Derek White hit two threes today. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, after but having- he I mean,
1: he was before that, he was terrible. He, he was absolutely really, terrible. he was a really bad first quarter for him. But yeah, let's let's but we'll get to the supporting guys. Well, so let's start. I think we uh we need to start with Jalen Brown. And I know yeah. you're a big Jalen Brown guy. Damn. I understand we so it's here, but this was the the, 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 the perfect storm of, of bad for Jalen Brown in terms of settling a lot for three is that I mean he made a couple at the end um, to make so he went three and nine, which looks respectable. Um, but there were a lot of open misses early and then 4 or 13 overall, but the big, the big thing is, is seven turnovers. Um, for the Celtics had 18 as a team. It was a, a horrendous um, day for just ball handling you know decision making period there. Jalen, he tried to be a playmaker and just did not. It showed why he was not that guy for a lot of his career.
0: Yeah, it was weird. I try not to read too much into it and say, you know, this is what he, this is who he is. I think he's just like really, I'm hoping one really bad game from him. Uh, but you know, you have to wonder how badly is that hamstring bothering him? Yeah, he his his shot, his his jumping was weird, like all of this stuff is weird. He didn't have like those, those, uh, like he, he couldn't, his first step wasn't there either. He felt like he couldn't get by. And your first instinct is to say, well, the Bucs, you know, are a good defensive team. They play together and, and they they put a lot of length on them. You know, he was trying to go by guys like Giannis and things like that. But like, you know, they played the Bucs before <laughs> and been right. fine. They've not played this badly against the Bucs. And you can say playoffs, they turned it up. Uh, but, you know, I, I just, it's, it's concerning, but for Jalen Brown's perspective, I wonder how badly that hamstring's bothering him. It, he just didn't look right to me. And to your
1: point, I mean, he, and he only took four two point attempts, which again, some of that is, you know, that was the, the game. No, one was took game, any right? no one took any, And, and for, for good reason, because Celtics <laughs> shot like 10 of 34. So it was, it was a, a franchise record for fewest two point shots made in a game which is, which is crazy, It was by a lot. Like crazy. I think the previous one was like 14. <laughs> and so you look at, okay, how did this happen? It's like, okay. Like, I mean, Brooke Lopez and, and Giannis were monsters down low. They played block there, but uh, this stuff that clearly there was two things. Like they obviously did move the ball enough or hit enough threes to pull those guys out of the paint. And that's, and then while they got, when they got in there, they like tried it a couple of times and guys like Jalen, you'd think would try, you know, over and over. But like you said, I think whether it's the hamstring, whatever, he wasn't, totally right the burst wasn't totally there and then he tried to compound that by you know just making some bad reads with passing and you know trying to make the right play but uh, there's a there's a fine line there against the when when you're going from the nets which every passing lane's available to the bucks where it's like no we we know what you're trying to do here we're going to try to take away option a b and one of c or d and leave you with you know a tough choice to make
0: Totally. I mean, this is going to sound really lame, but it's almost like the Celtics were settling for good shots and not trying to find great shots. And that's what they did a lot in the net series. They were finding, you know, they were, they were giving up, uh, you know, pretty open shots for even wide, you know, more wide open shots. And so they didn't do that. It was like the first smart made three of the game. He had a hand in his face and I was like, that could either be really good news or really terrible news <laughs> and it turned out it was really terrible news <laughs> every sort of you know this goes back to also maybe they felt they were pressing a little they're a little too geeked up for this game so like you know oh I have an, i'm have i open i have to shoot it you know it was obviously drilled in we're gonna shoot threes we're gonna shoot threes. right um and then the going to the paint though going back to what you're saying like they they were able at least in the first half to draw some defenders and there the the lob for Rob was open a mm-hmm. couple of times and they missed him. Obviously, he had a couple, but like they missed a couple of those and all, and and honestly, like a lot of tips didn't go in. It was a weird game. Weird game.
1: They missed a lot of looks. They, I mean, they shot terribly too. Like, yeah, oh, yes, this so. is there's no. I mean, I think ESPN at a stat was like two of 23 on contested twos, and that's just. I mean, it's just not going to happen again.
0: Yeah. Um. As Here's heard. the bummer though. Right. Like as much as like we can say that the Bucks didn't shoot that well either. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's like it's like, it's like
1: ah, Giannis has one of those worst shooting games ever in the playoffs. So it's like, OK, like what?
0: But credit Horford and credit Rob. And like, you know, he did not finish well in, at the rim. And I think it's a good credit to those guys. I honestly do. I mean, like, granted, like you think he's going to finish more, but I don't know. It felt like a lot of those were really tough. That he had to make. I mean, he had to throw it off the freaking backboard right. to get an open <laughs> shot. I don't know. I just want to like, I want to have one silver lining out of this game.
1: Yeah. No. The the defense was. I mean, the defense don't take that any of the week.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: I mean, Giannis, the one thing, and and they'll look at the tape and they'll be like, you know what, we like they effed up a lot. Yeah. With the, like defensive. I mean, just helping off like way to pass too self Way too yeah. like smart and like and Giannis like to his credit. I mean, I think he's. I mean, I've watched a decent amount of Giannis this year, but his passing has reached a, like, a new level now where you're like, okay, you can't just like throw make the wall and then be like, all right, then we, we know Giannis is going to like run into the wall. No, he's, he's smart now. He's going to be like, find Grayson Allen or find Connaughton or whoever. And, and those guys, when they're wide open, can hit enough to, to make you pay. And they didn't shoot great today, but they got enough against when the Celtics were dismal that, to, to get the job done.
0: Yeah, it's it's really cool to see Giannis uh get to that point where, you know, it's like it's like elite passers can get into like the lane going baseline and then get walled off and then fire it one-handed out to the to a three and and actually have it hit in the shooting pocket and like have someone be ready to shoot. And like he did that uh today and it was like it was at the top of the key and it was just like oof. Ooh, if he's added that to his game this is going to be re- this is this is going to be a lot harder than people think it will be um that being said though you know i want to go back to the wonkiness of this game like as much as i'm like annoyed i don't know 1 p.m start weird layoff they were obviously really geeked up thinking that Middleton like they they were excited not to play against Chris Middleton and I think they let their guard down I think they're also reading their press clippings a little too much you know just like just feeling themselves a little too much I really do because like they kind of came out when I say geeked up I just mean sort of like excited but they didn't like play that hard Like they really
1: Horford said after the game like they played harder than us
0: it's crazy and yeah especially guys like Grayson Allen you can't let a guy like Grayson Allen play harder than you. Right. You think Giannis, you know, it's going to be hard, hard to play harder than that guy. It's going to be hard to play harder than a guy like Bobby Portis, who's a maniac. You know what I mean? But like, you know, other guys, you can, you can play harder than those guys and you can be more physical. And I think, yeah, I just think everything just, just went against them. Even when they got a couple stops and you thought, Oh, maybe they'll go on a run. They immediately turn the ball over. And it's like, look off of nothing. And you're just like, what are you doing? Just weird game.
1: It really was. I mean, they were up by eight points in the first quarter, which I like honestly even forgot about. So like I looked at the box for after the game and then even in that stretch where the Bucks were just turning it over like crazy in the first quarter, the fact that the Celtics like weren't capitalizing on a lot of those like they had fast breaks that they kind of blew or like the bus Bucks were just busting their ass back in transition and and taking easy looks away and, you know, creating havoc. And so once Milwaukee seemed to get their bearings and then it was like okay like they're they do what they do they were really locked in defensively and I mean again the Celtics they knew this was coming it was just a matter of yeah getting like like you said finding the great shots against the Bucks is a lot harder than finding the great shots against the Nets like
0: totally and,
1: and that's and finding and then because sometimes you like you try to find the great shot and you wait too long then and then they recover and then you're back to square one so it's like the the push and pull of that is going to be their challenge all series long here.
0: Right. Which is why that if they're as good as we think they are, that, you know, they will adjust and they will be yeah. able to sort of settle in. But it, it's just weird because the Bucks, like I said before, they didn't shoot that well either. But they but also like I felt like and I watched a good amount of the Milwaukee uh, Chicago series. I felt like the Bucs played way better today than they did against the, the Bulls at all. Like I felt like yeah. the Bulls just were terrible and injury. Obviously, they were missing yeah. a bunch of guys, but like they just looked terrible. And so, like, I didn't really get a sense if I didn't really get the sense that Milwaukee was dominating as much as the Bulls were just shooting themselves in the foot constantly. And maybe Milwaukee does that. I mean, obviously they did it to the Celtics today. Um, a lot of that stuff. Yeah. There were some unforced errors, but it kind of felt like Milwaukee was really taking it to him and forcing those, you know, picking up guys at half court and like really
1: Javon Carter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <absolutely>. Plus 25. <laughs> it's yeah. I saw that. I, I mean, that I, wasn't, like, he wasn't that to, good, but it was, I know that, I need then. to rewatch it and like, the, Oh, but Oh my God, that wide open three in transition from Javon Carter killed me. Cause Again, talking about, you know, the Bucks got back, you know, the Celtics never got back. They never, yeah. in this game, they did not have that extra gear to, like, actually want to make a run. The, and that Javon Carter transition three, it was like, Peyton Pritchard got back. he got in Giannis's way. And Giannis could have just, like, gone, gone around him. But, no, he found Javon Carter. And then Peyton Pritchard had to, like, try to uh, uh, contest that shot. It was just like, what are we doing here? No one's getting back but this little... Five Eleven guy all right let's
1: first hear from our sponsor bet online um they continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info you can find all the latest sports developments odds on these playoff series and even some of the next season's future throughout the nba postseason baseball is also back so you can check out the start of the major league baseball season and the full mlb odds on there on a nightly basis so it's you can do it for that. You can check out live betting on all your Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. Head on over to the website or use your mobile device to join. Use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. It's where the game starts. If you think back to 2019, and obviously it's a far different mm. scene for both teams, but like in that series, the, the Bucks bench kicked the absolute crap out of the Celtics bench like every single game. And the guys like George Hill and Connaughton in that series, they just like were making the plays on both sides of the floor to, to end any of the Celtics' chances in that series. And again, today, the Celtics bench, they were great in that, in that series, but they got their ass kicked.
0: Yeah. And just, like
1: Carter, <laughs> Connaughton, Allen, like all those guys shot 50% or better. And, and the Celtics, you know, Pritchard had a rough shooting night. Grant Williams was like, okay, but still not – you know, it was a minus 15. And then you look at, um, you know, Derek white, we are, we talked about too, who has been, you know, he you had a come much better
0: season. second, half, much better second half. And they they
1: need him to be that guy. Like you, you need to be that. This is like, you need to be the answer here. You can't be the fourth best player coming off the bench in the series. You need to play like the, the like you'd be a, a six man.
0: Right. Totally. Yeah. Especially since the Celtics really don't have a backup point guard behind smart. They have white and they have Pritchard who, White is more of a slasher who can handle and Pritchard is a guy who shoots threes like, and is going to play hard, but like, he's not like a backup point guard. And I love how you brought up 23rd, 2019 because I've been thinking about it all day because the Celtics beat Milwaukee handling game one, and yeah, we right. felt <laughs> right. real, ha- real happy yeah. about ourselves. Yeah. Right. And then obviously they got exchanged. Yeah. So I'm hoping a little reverse happens Ooh. a little bit. This is a nice little wake-up call. And I know we're, we'll probably get to predictions. We'll talk probably talk about game two and the rest of the series in a minute. But like, you know, that's sort of a preview. I'm hoping that that's sort of a reverse. Nice a pull.
1: Way. Nice pull there. I didn't even think about that. that <laughs> that's later. the only thing I was sort of hoping Right? That's to, it. You know? <laughs> right? That's your, some lines are tough to go. Um One other part of this game or this, I mean, this didn't cool. really was a big wasn't a huge deal to me, but I do think um, the Celtics kind of ruined, and this is not a knock on Ime. But once you know the fourth quarter, they were down, I think like seven or eight at the beginning of the quarter. The lineup that Ime, when Ime went Jalen Brown and like the bench essentially, yeah, they go me Rob and go like the game was over because Absolutely. that team that was just no one, there was no offense on the floor there, because it was, was the way Jalen, I mean, Jalen was a net negative on offense today, period. Totally. And so that, like, the, the Bucks kind of pushed the lead up to 9-11 there, and that was, and then obviously they got rolling by the time the Stars got back in. But stuff like that, like, they're going to have to be very, you know, Eme did a great job of this against the Nets in terms of, like, pushing the buttons with Lampster. That was one where I was like, okay, this is, like, you you just can't afford to, you know, have nothing going on for those three minutes, and that's end up what happened.
0: Well, I just wonder if Ime during this game was like, okay, this is going to be a longer series than the one we just had. I can't play Tatum the whole quarter, hoping that we lose by four, you know, instead of by twelve or whatever. So, like, I'm I'm wondering if that was it. But you know, down by eight with this team, that can get erased really quickly. So I, it was a little bit of a bummer not to see Tatum play the whole fourth quarter and just try to see what they could do. I mean, if it was up, if it was twenty, I would have felt differently. Uh, but obviously it was, it was only eight, like you said, and they did make a little run and then they just stretched it again. Like it was crazy. I think it got down to like five at one point and like the Celtics had the ball to like, you know, yeah, that was a third quarter. Yeah. That was a third quarter. Okay. But you know what I mean? Like right. it, it was felt, it was feeling like good. And then they turned it over and then the, the, the bucks went on like an eight Oh run and it was like, right. Something
1: like that. Yeah. They couldn't like, they, they there's plenty of time where they're within striking distance for the first you know, 15 minutes of the second half. And then yeah. once the Bucks started getting off to the races and transition again, then it was, that was a wrap.
0: I, I think the biggest coaching question mark I have is that everyone was talking about how, like all week, everyone was like, the Bucs give up a bunch of threes. And unless you're like the Warriors, you know, you're typically not going to win. And the Celtics were like, well, we'll show you. And then, you know, shot 36%, 18 for 50. They took 50 threes in this game, like second you, most of the season. Yeah, it's just not going to get it done. And, and a lot of them were contested. Like it's not even right. like getting that wide open. There were a couple wide open ones, but like not even getting those wide open threes. Like they were contested threes. And so and you can say, well, you know, when you're down, right, you tend to shoot more threes but it was just it was just not if you're going to play that then play Hauser and Stauskas minutes <laughs> yeah. like put those guys in the corner you're saying a guy like that can't like can't foul Brook Lopez as well as someone yeah. else i don't know you know if you're going to shoot that many threes put your best shooters out there i know he won't like there's no chance these no
1: guys- there's no i mean unless yeah like unless they go down like 3-0 or like trying anything but you're right like those guys in theory that should be like uh, a wrinkle that's way down the, the playbook list but yeah like you but do you want to see them lean, like how much do you want to see them lean into the shooting lineups for that for this purpose like okay if they're gonna yeah if you guys are gonna shoot like this like we you need to have the guys out there that can like you know make them pay for this which is I mean Pritchard in theory I mean he was eight shots in 11 minutes like he was firing today which is like okay but like um, he
0: had two or three that were bailout and the shot clock yeah like, that's true I, you know they had bad I mean? pos- it was like, bad offensive possessions. Right. Exactly. So I don't want to pin that on him. It was like either that or get a team turnover, you know, and it's yeah. like, that's fine for your regular season. But no, you're trying to win the game. So throw up a prayer. Um, So, yeah, in terms of adjustments, like I I kind of I just want them to play better. I actually don't think they need to make a ton of adjustments. I think they need to play harder, more physical and not like. They, they had a chance to get Drew Holiday in, uh, in um, foul trouble. And they had a chance to get Giannis in foul trouble. Yeah, And they lost the Giannis on the bench minutes. Like, that was the worst part. Like, they stretched the lead when Giannis went to the bench. And it was like, so that when that happened, it was like, it's, this is not going to happen, right? You need to take advantage. You need to go on, like, a 10-0 run that forces, uh, you know, Bud's hand to put him back in and when he doesn't want to, you know? And they didn't do it. And so I think for game two, like, I just think go out there and play better. You know, you did a good job on Giannis. A Drew Holiday shot worse than I thought he did. It felt like he made every big shot. Um, it was three for he,
1: five from three. So he, I mean, he had missed a lot of like layups, but he hit a lot of big ones, like you said. In, yeah, it's, from, from it's
0: crazy because I, and, and Obviously, he's not known as a shooter, so three for five sticks out in your mind. But I don't remember him missing a bunch of twos. Yeah. I just don't. But he did. <laughs> so like, <laughs> it Cap- happened. the the worst part is like, I think Portis is going to play a little worse. He's not as good as he played today. He's just not. Um. And, but uh. But Drew might play a little better offensively, and that's a little scary. <laughs> if you're well,
1: fan. It, I mean, the the scariest part is like, if he if he's out playing Tatum. Then the series obviously is, is over.
0: Oh my um, god!
1: Like, so that's it, like, that, Tatum that's, I think that's get kinda... going
0: with West Matthews on him too. Yeah, that was, that was that's that's another problem, yeah. man. Scary. He should have yeah. abused West West Matthews. I don't
1: know. Well, he did three years ago. If like, I mean, remember, when, like in the Pacers
0: Celtics first round series mm-hmm. in
1: 2019, like Matthews was like toast in that series.
0: I'd have to I have to watch again because it's possible that with Matthews pressing, I would love to see like from Tatum's point of view. Maybe it's like. He's like, oh yeah, I'll go buy him only to have Lopez. Right. Perez. I mean, you're right. There's a lot. Yeah. He, I mean, there, <laughs> there is, he had a crowd waiting for him everywhere,
1: but then there just wasn't, you know, his, his reads were just not as sharp as they needed to be. I mean, and then he was, you know, two of nine in, from two point range himself got to the free throw line eight times. So, you know, not a huge knock on that, but it was, yeah, it was a subpar offensive game for him for sure. Um, from that standpoint. And so I don't know. So like, I agree with you from the offensive standpoint. They need to tighten things up. Um, like I say, just play harder, like make better reads and, f- you know, find the great shots and, and, you know, figure out ways like drive, kick, drive, kick, drive, kick a couple times, try to get the crowd at least moving around out of the paint, So they can't just like camp there the whole time. And then mm. that's when you actually might get some like better looks there or, or draw some fouls. And things like that that you know can get you out of this offensive rut
0: i mean Um, i think guys like grant and and pritchard too if they if they hit two or three threes like like grant did in the first half like they're gonna have to get out of the paint like they're gonna have to guard these guys and so i think what happened was today they hit a couple and then they didn't hit none of them no one hit anything you know what i mean and they said we'll we're just going to press up on you bringing like if you're out there trying to pass we're going to be up in you but if you're trying to shoot go ahead we don't think you can make them and so I think that'll that'll change a little bit uh hopefully in game two
1: defensively do you change like how do you handle Giannis in game two in hey, terms I, of like
0: I really like the way they handled them I, I maybe I'm the only one but I mean I just Uh, Giannis is going to Giannis right and so the fact that he was getting to the rim and and not hitting I thought was a testament to how they they guarded him I mean I think the only adjustment is they need to stop overreacting especially guards what are you gonna do what is Marcus Smart gonna do on the help on Giannis yeah other than take a charge but 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 he I saw him like trying to contest from behind it's like no man get to your guy or at least like play a passing lane because take that away, take that option away and let Rob and Al try to, you know, build a wall.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, they have to be a lot smarter in terms of who they help off of like smart to your point. Like he was helping off of Grayson Allen like one pass away. They're like that. That's like, no, that's the one guy. Like you should be taking Grayson out of the game if you're Marcus smart and you have totally. And so the, the, the guys you can have help off of, it's like help off of Brooke Lopez From like when he's at three, he hasn't been shooting it well all year. Mm -hmm. Um, Wes Matthews, I don't think has much consistently left, certainly not at the TD Garden. Like, I'll let him take those shots all day. He was 106 today from three. Yeah. And then, yeah, like Javon Carter, obviously, like that's he hit that one in transition, but that's you're going to live with that shot the rest of the time. But like Allen Connaughton, I'm, I'm sticking to he can like get down. He's shown he can hit those shots in the garden and then you know, Portis and Drew Holiday too. Those are guys I'm just not I'm not weighing those guys with wide open shots when I can get a decent contest on Giannis to your point like with just one guy helping by the rim as opposed to three flying in from, you know, the strong side.
0: Exactly. I'd rather have another weak side person like if Rob comes over to try to battle Someone getting a tip in, like if Portis is there, or like Brooks there, or someone is down low, they're gonna get the ball, you know. So I'd rather have, you know, I know Giannis miss. I'd rather have them like try to crash down and and box rather than like come from behind, you know, and and be nowhere near him. (laughs) Like that's the worst part. It's like, you know, you can contest a a six five guy who's fading. You can't contest. Giannis when he's fading or moving his arms are too long His, head, you know everything is too long so
1: all right well that's a bad for us for game one game two coming up for you you feel good about game two or you think just uh, I mean it, it's the Bucks are officially favored in this series in Vegas not a surprise um, just you know getting home court advantage back on their sides here um, but no this is I don't know this is this was shades of last playoff is coming back in terms mm-hmm. of how this team played offensively today it's the the bigger sample size says that like this was just one bad one um but i don't know this makes me this makes me think like oh this could be bringing up ghosts of the past here
0: yeah it's certain you certainly don't feel good but just keep in mind 1 p.m start on a sunday scott foster ed Moore. <laughs> you know like Just Giannis, just weirdness, just weirdness, wonkiness all over the place and freak weird injuries that I don't think are big deals, but like, you know, smart got the, you know, the weird shoulder thing. And then, and then all of a sudden it was like, yeah, but his quad is worse. It's like, oh, thanks. Thanks, Ime. That sounds great. (laughs) And so, and then obviously, um, you know, uh, uh, Jalen's hamstring. So let's hope by Tuesday, like they're, they're feeling a little bit better, Um, I, this is such a cop-out, but like, I'll know everything I need to know about this series after next game. And I, I think they'll win. I think they'll, they'll sort of have the reverse. I think they'll win pretty handily, to be honest with you. Cause I just don't think Portis is going to play as well. I don't think Allen's going to play as well. And I think they're going to play with more effort and they're going to shoot a little bit better. And if you take, and if you add those two things, this, this is neck and neck. You know, and now I'm just saying a little bit. I'm not even saying they're going to dominate, you know, because, you know, there's a time where anyone, you know, the Celtic stars could go supernova. So and they haven't done it, obviously, in this game. And so if they just play a little bit better, it's it's a much closer game. And so I'm predicting at home, you know, a night start. They just more more back in the routine. They have more film to watch in these guys. They know how, at least in the playoffs, they're going to play them i i predict they'll be ready
1: uh i'm with you since i have them in six so um this, <laughs> yep this series still looking good still I mean, looking if, okay if they lose i mean if they lose tuesday the series. i think i mean the series is over if they lose tuesday mm-hmm. um so i mean that's that that is what it is but yeah like they everything in terms of the effort standpoint and the urgency standpoint If that like you said that should tell us all you need to know about
0: where they are so how would you um, feel? How would you feel if they won Tuesday and won Game Three? So they know yeah, won back like, right. Are you are you completely flipped? Do you, well, I guess it depends on how. But say they won by one point each. You know what I mean? Total yeah. point. No, how that's, you feeling going into Game Four?
1: Fine. I, yeah. still, I feel I feel feel good about this other than six prediction initially. So, it just, I mean, this is just a reminder of like this was just like oh yep. Yeah, Giannis is uh, still the best player in this series.
0: Oh, not only that. Like, I I I can't, I totally forgot to bring this up. I made a joke on Twitter earlier. This is the first time they're playing a coach too.
1: Yeah, like I mean that's yeah. This like, is true. It's like oh, yep. This is uh. They had they kind of had you mapped out. They have counters. <laughs> they have continuity, and there was that and,
0: crazy play. First of all, two two plays. Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't bring this up earlier. Sorry. I know. I know we're supposed to do a quick hitter, but like I have to bring. No, this up. No, please, please. The, the two plays. One where. They they did some stupid misdirection, really stupid baseline misdirection. And Portis was just standing there under the rim, and they threw it to him, and he got a layup.
1: Like, oh yeah, I know that play. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's just like I need to watch it again and be like, who was supposed to cover who? Like, but it was just like that. That can't happen. But that was obviously a coaching. So
1: so what happened? Well, I think on that play, it was a miscommunication. Like Tatum and Brown were supposed to like switch. Yep. And then Brown was like, didn't they crossed wires and he, by the time Brown figured it out, like Portis is wide open there. Yeah. Um, And then they had another play. This may be the other one you're thinking of where on an inbounds. Oh, I know. They, yep. they stacked West it. Matthews. And then yeah. Wes Matthews just like came over. No one picked him up. So like, okay, I'll just go lay this in. And Derek was like, at the oh TV. Crap. <laughs> Yeah. So that, that, that's like, what, what is, what is going on here? And so I don't, yeah. Like crap like that is clearly when guys or heads are just not in the game or they're, you know, they're too wrapped up in one guy to, you know, think about the big picture here.
0: But I think you got to give coach Bud like props too, right? Yeah. I mean, like it, he, he was coaching. He called he called good timeouts. You know what I mean? It was just, it was completely different from Steve Nash. And I don't mean to dump on him. Like that series was over because they, they kind of just crapped out, you know? but uh, But like he's right now, you know, Boone are much better than, than uh,
1: Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Yeah. No, I mean, he's taken a lot of crap over the years, but you know, he silenced everyone last postseason run. And now he said in the series, it looked like they just were had a master defensive game plan in place and, you know, hit all the Celtics pressure points and got them playing their worst offense of the year and, and, and the biggest game of the year so far. So that will be a matchup to watch the rest of the way. B Jacks, we will be checking in with you for the remainder of the postseason. Make sure you're following him on Twitter at Jacksobd, and you can email him there too (laughs) at BC if you want. Um, Jacks, thanks for coming on. Anytime, man. Thanks for having me. And we'll be back with you guys after game two. For I know Jacks, we're going to do like three pods to break down game two. Yeah, I know. Um, there's the three options. So I'm, I'm gonna go
0: on vacation. <laughs> right, uh, but no. Hey, listen. With lingering injuries, I'll take any time off. sure
1: right? so. I'll take it, and that that'll feel a lot better going to Milwaukee one-one as opposed to uh, three days to think about this, this season <laughs> potentially being over there. So, stay tuned for that. We'll be reacting to it either way. And thanks for listening.